0: Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan, and today's special guest, Stefan Towler. Stefan, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you.
0: Happy to be here. Oh, man. Um, Thank you for for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, Give my listeners a little bit about your uh, background. How did you get into the real estate game?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, Um, like David mentioned, my name is Stefan. Uh, I am originally from Baltimore and, um, getting into the real estate game. I'll have to say kind of started at a very young age. Um, really not getting into the game, but just introduce, introducing myself to it. Um, you go into Baltimore and it's a little, downtown is a little dilapidated. There's a lot of like boarded up homes. So in the back of my head, I would always just kind of be driving with my dad and I would say, man, I really just want to make this look better, just make it better just for myself and my, um, and my community. And um, as I got older, uh, I realized that there's like no way, well, when I, as I got older, I realized that you need to have some form of passive income, right? It's, it's really challenging for you to just rely on one source. I reached out to a few of my good friends, and they were actually already investing in real estate. And I started to read books, really engulf myself in the community, and it just really took off from there. I started doing house hacking. All right, so okay. I, I yep, so I bought a uh, a four unit multifamily apartment building. Uh, I lived in one unit and rented
0: out the uh, the other three, and that's really how it kind of kicked off for me. Got into the got into the game, and and that you you dropped a very important piece of information, and I think it's probably even more relevant today. Uh, you know, with our current situation, than it probably has been it's always been relevant and always been important but having those extra stream of incomes because you never know what life is going to bring your way and you don't know when you know if you especially if you're relying on a single uh source of income you have no idea if something out of your control could dry up that source of income so you know that having those multiple sources of income is such a huge uh You know, that's such an important part of what we need to be doing, especially in the light of today, Uh, you know, just being able to not have to rely on one single way of of making sure that we're taken care of. Absolutely. And I
1: feel like that's always been a, a big part. Like when. Like, I was I was in school. I was working this job and I was making probably the most money I have been making in college. Like, I studied engineering back in school and I still like I hated the job. Like I really I, I hated. it. I was like, oh, wow, it doesn't matter how much money I make. I need to enjoy what I'm doing. And uh, in order for you to have the freedom to like enjoy what you're doing, you need to still make money. So like financial freedom was a big part. And like me saying, like OK. I think real estate is a way to go to really start develop some form of like passive, you know, quote unquote, passive
0: income, right. Find out real estate is not as passive as most people say. It definitely. It's, it is, especially not if you want to be, uh, you, you can, you can make small waves if you're passive, you know, there, there are waves to, you know, but you're only going to make small waves. Um, you know, if you want to make big waves, it's, it's, like almost anything else in life, you know, it it lets you walk away from it, but you still have to pay attention to it. In other words, it's not <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have you chained to a cubicle, but just because it doesn't have you forcefully held down in one little spot doesn't mean that you get to walk away and ignore it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everything turns downhill if you just go to ignore it. You will have
1: phone calls and a full email box.
0: <laughs> definitely. It, it allows you to take a, a week or two week vacation, but it doesn't let you just, you know, stop, uh, stop with all your responsibilities. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. Yep. That's true. Um, so you house hacked a, a, a quadplex, um, mm-hmm. where has, uh, where has that quadplex, uh, led you to? What are you, uh, you know, what are you doing now? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: as I really start to like really engulf myself in like the real estate industry and what it was, I was like, all right, what's next? You think like, okay, you know, you start saying like, I got to get the next four unit or five, six, 10 unit. Uh, And then as you start to talk to more and more people, you realize that the same amount of energy that I'm going to put in getting the smaller units, right? And when I say small, anywhere from four to 10, um, you're going to put that same energy to a 50 plus unit, right? Um, uh, Or like hundred um hotel or or apartment building so right now uh well let me go back a little bit when i were listening to podcasts one of the main things that stuck out to me was that in order for you to truly get where you want to go you have to go around people that are doing that been where you've been right been where you're going definitely definitely um so i started to reach out to individuals and i came across this uh this local syndicator named mike ely Right now, I, I kind of messaged him on, uh, on LinkedIn. and He kind of brushed me off. He was like, yeah, go to the website, check out the webinar. But I was just, I was persistent. And uh, eventually I was able to connect with him. And right now I am the youngest member in his uh, mastermind group. So like I mentioned, he's a local syndicator and um, he's just purchasing buildings all across the nation, hotels and uh, and multifamilies. So in his group, what I'm doing is like I am doing underwriting for these 50 plus unit um, apartment buildings in these hotels. And it has just been a very steep learning curve. Uh, It's interesting because all the individuals within the group are like juggernauts within their, you know, you know, their work outside of real estate. So I constantly feel like I'm just like trying to keep up and uh, (laughs) keep up with them. But it's um it's a learning experience and i, I really love every bit every
0: bit of it yeah well that's a that's an envious position because i have always said you know if you're the smartest man in the room you are definitely in the mm-hmm. wrong room and it definitely sounds like your group it's like look uh for me to walk into the room and i just have to flat out sprint to even hope to catch up with everybody mm-hmm. that's the room you want to be in because they're not you, you know it's like look You're the youngest in the room. We let you in the room. Now you need now it's all on you to go. Oh my gosh. You need to prove that you're you you, you know, it's like, look, we let you in. Now you have to prove that you belong here. And I I don't I know Michael. Uh I don't know the rest of the group, but I'm pretty sure if they're anything like Michael, uh they're not gonna let you sit on your hands because the next thing you know, it's like, oh, I didn't get an invite to that Zoom meeting. Well, you're no longer invited. So it's like, <laughs> it, it's 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 pushed the you know it's it's like, look, this is a group. We got to hustle. It's like, but mm-hmm. you know, you want to be around people like that. You want to be around you know mentors and masterminds that force you to grow and force you to become the person that you know you're there for a reason. You wanted to be in that group for a reason Absolutely. and they're making you, they're, they're holding you accountable to become that person that you said you wanted to be.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's so interesting. Cause like we're, uh, you know, we're definitely, I would feel a competitive bunch. I remember in the first few months of the mastermind, you know, one guy, Robert, he's on, he's like, yeah, you know, I just went and talked to 100 different investors at all these different schools. I'm like, oh my God, okay, all right. So I guess I gotta make all these phone calls right now, right? It made me, it literally made me wake up on a Saturday morning, you know, we were still in a pandemic, everything was shut down. So I literally like got dressed like I was going to work, right, on a Saturday morning, I went to a park, uh, I parked my car, rolled down some of the windows, it was still a little hot outside. And I literally went from phone call to phone call. I went on loop net, called every agent, every person that I possibly could. And um, and you just start to begin to see like the fruits of your labor. So we're really big on pushing one another and like using each other's skills uh, to move forward. So it's, I love it, to be honest. It reminds me just like being in a, a startup.
0: Definitely. And and that's the whole, you, you know, that's the whole thing with, you know, masterminds and what they do, you know, what they do for, for each individual member. But, you know, each person brings their own skill set, brings their own experience. But you you're, especially when you're in that room with everybody, and people are just bouncing ideas off of each other. And it's like, look, you know, if, if me and you are sitting in the room bouncing ideas off of the, off of each other, we come up with ideas that neither one of us would have even come close to coming up with on our own because we feed off of each other. And, you know, when you get four five, six, seven people like that, it even, you know, it magnifies it even more, you know, it's, it's multiplication. It's like, you know, it's not seven ideas now. It's, you know, 49 ideas or 49 brains working by the time you put everything that everybody's bouncing back and forth in between each other. And that's where genius comes from. That's where, you know, just huge ideas. And, you know, and then, you know, because it came up in the group, then you have, uh, you know, everybody's wanting to make sure that that group idea succeeds and it just puts so much power behind everything when you're in a, in a good mastermind that's working like that.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the best, like just being a part of it is so inspiring. Right. Because you look around in the group and you're like, Oh, if you, if if he can do it, if she can do it, you know, why can't I do it? I just let's repeat. Right. And you know, like it may not, you may fail, you know, a couple of times falling your face, but that's a part of the process. Right. And you yeah. just, and we just keep pushing. Right. It's a, it's a marathon to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, definitely. And you, you touched on another thing. It's like, look, Failure is only a failure if it stops you. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that's fail. If if not, it's just a lesson, and you don't learn lessons by constantly winning. If you if everything you do turns out right, you didn't learn a lesson. You probably you know if everything you're doing is is coming up perfect and coming up you know like I, I I relate it to baking. You know it's like look if everything you're baking is coming out perfect. Well, you need to go find some new recipes. You need to find something that's going to push you because you're not growing. If everything's coming up perfect, you're not growing. And you know, it's it's we all want to grow. That's what we all strive to do is get into that next level, growing to that person we want to be. So you have to have failure, embrace it along the way, and go. Well, that hurt. That didn't. You know, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But I learned, if nothing else, you learned that that did not work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, okay, that didn't work. All right. Let's try something
1: different and see what happens.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the beauty of being in, in, in a group like that. You know, they just push you.
1: Absolutely. I just remember kind of like being on the phone with these real estate agents in the beginning. Had no idea. I, you know, and, and now I'm starting to learn the I well, I know the language. It's like, okay, so what's the PIP? Like how many units, you know? Uh I understand like what's my criteria with my like what equity multiplier are we are we gearing for? Right. And then you look back and it's like months later, like, oh. Like, and now, now I'm talking to these ages, like they're just regular people. Like, no, that's not, that's not what I want. This is what we're looking for. Where is it at? What's the cap rate? Give like, start. you start pulling more information and they can tell. All right. And it's, um, it's just, it's amazing to watch. I'm, I'm grateful for the, um, just the experience I've had, you know,
0: definitely. And, um, I you know, I've read some books and, you know, they go, look, the first thing, you know, before you even call a broker, first thing you got to know is, what language they speak, because mm-hmm. if you've not talked to brokers and you found that this out probably mm-hmm. a little bit the hard way is, um, yeah, they speak their own language. They speak mm-hmm. the language of multifamily or commercial, whatever it is that you're, you're in. And if they ask you a simple question like, you know, what kind of cap rate are you looking for? And you stutter on a question like that, unless they're just as new as you, mm-hmm. they've they've done wrote you off. Because, yep. you know, I've, I've, I've you know, doing this show, I've talked to brokers and brokers are like, yeah, I talk to like four newbies a day, Um, yeah. you know, so, so they, but when they, when they at least can speak the language to you, you, when, you know, you don't stumble over, you know, uh, you know, a cap rate or a market or a unit count or something, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like, you know, we all have to have certain parts of when you're talking to a broker, There's certain things that you just have to have down pat that you can't stumble, stutter, especially Mm -hmm. if it's a new contact, You, you can't stumble or stutter over those types of things. And it's like, when you answer their question, it's like, okay, this is a real guy. He may not be experienced, but at least he's taken the time to learn the language. And at least he understands what I'm going to put in front of him. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. that's that you, you learned at the school of hard knocks, but it's so <laughs> nice when you get on the other side of it and it's like, okay, this is the language they want me to talk. So I'm going to talk this language. And then they deal with you like you're uh, the true potential customer that you are. Absolutely.
1: And it's just been fun just seeing like putting through like LOIs on these properties and really starting to kind of challenge, even challenge some of the brokers like, hey, you know, we're looking through the rent roll, we're looking through this and these aren't lining up. Um, And just it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great learning process.
0: Yeah, well, and like you said, you know, calling them out on what they what's in their pro forma. That's another thing that that gives you that a little bit more credibility of okay. Well, he noticed this. And, and I think some brokers put that in there just to kind of weed out the people who do and don't know what they're talking about. You know, they, I think they throw some Easter eggs in there to go, well, if somebody finds this, then I know that I have a real, you, you know, I have a, a real person that I'm dealing with. I think some of them do have some, some newbie listings just to kind of weed out who, who, who they want to deal with and who they don't want to deal with. Really? Have you heard that? Do they really do that? I I I think I think there's some out there. I haven't gotten them got them to confess it, but I think some <laughs> of them that's that's what they do. It's like, okay, yeah. This is the listing I give to everybody that calls up and goes, um, yeah, I want an apartment complex. Well, where do you want it at? Oh, it don't matter. What what class? Oh, it don't matter. And, and they and just go, yeah, yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. This I'm gonna send them my it don't matter file. <laughs> Like, please, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what criteria are you guys concentrating on? If my listeners have something, you know, if they're mm-hmm. working on something, what what are you guys looking for?
1: So what we're looking for is when it comes to the large apartments, we're looking for anything from 50-plus units. If it's more, we're central to Cincinnati right now. So if anything, I would say the tri-county area, tri-state area, it can be below 50 uh, we're looking for anything above eighty um, percent occupancy, right? And looking for anywhere class A or class B. Not looking for any like really strong repositioning at the moment. That would I'll put that in our criteria right now. We've since we're all kind of scattered in the um, scattered within the the United States right uh, within the mastermind group is we're really kind of pickpocketing certain areas. So I may look at some things closer to Baltimore and Cincinnati, but of course our agents are, you know, nationwide. So we may pull some things from Texas and it really just depends on the area. So once we get a listing, I'll, I'll dig into it um, and really start to get into that when it comes to the hotels, when we're looking at hotels, we're looking at anything from a hundred um, to 200 keys all right, Looking for a PIP of under 500,000. Look for minimal like cash injection. So we're trying to get around one and a half or, or less. Um, what else? We're looking for brands, uh, nicer brands. So like MC Suites, IHG, um, Hyatt. Uh, what else? Marriott on, on on that end. What are some other criteria that we're looking for? Uh, For the hotel, I believe that's it. Okay. And the last thing is since right now. So as you know, the pandemic has kind of put everything into a swirl. So a lot of banks, they're not lending, especially on hotels right now. So what we're trying to do is really look for, uh, look for loans that are assumable or for owners who are open to actually uh, working with us and joining us in on the deal, uh, since getting financing through a bank is a little bit uh, harder to do. I know these deals, like they're a lot of people saying they're hard to find, but they are out there. The team just closed on two Hyatt hotels, right? For, I believe, if I remember correctly, like under one and a half million um, capital injection. So we're trying to really just, keep the ball rolling on the, on those two things.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I, I love to throw that out there, you know, just so you never know who's going to listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and who's going to go, Oh, I know somebody that does that. Or mm-hmm. I know somebody that has that, or, you know, just, you know, somebody that goes, look, um, you know, yeah, I, I have this hotel and I don't mind getting creative on it because that's really the part that you need is you need an owner who, either was creative when they set it up and made sure that it was an assumable, assumable loan mm-hmm. or just somebody that is like, well, um, let's bargain. Let's, let's see what creative creativity we can come up with and see what, if we can make a, a, a win-win in between the, the, the current owner and, and, you know, hopefully you guys as a, as a new group of, you know, doing something like that. So, um, and then you said on the multifamily side, 50 plus and Mm -hmm. AB neighborhoods and, Mm -hmm. and then kind of, kind of open to that depending on where it's at and, you know, the, the rest, the details from there depends on market and everything else.
1: Absolutely. Like once we get to like that level, then I can start doing a little bit digging, you know, and it's funny that because after we just had the previous conversation about knowing your things, you asked me, I was like, oh, here we go. All right. Let me, let me, start, my brain started real. Let me get all my things in order. I got to get it all right.
0: Definitely. But, you know, but that's the, that's the thing. That's what, you know, that's what a broker wants. I I mean, you got to get through their BS barrier. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so what, uh, what you said, you said you were in Baltimore and everybody else was in Cincinnati. What other major markets are you looking at just to kind of, narrow it down a little bit for my listeners. Absolutely. So Texas is really hot right now.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've seen a lot of things in Dallas and Houston, uh, maybe a few in Austin. Uh, A few members of the group are in the New York, Philadelphia, Jersey area. Also, uh, North Carolina um, is a good one. I've seen a few things in Florida, but, you know, Florida is like a a destination spot. Uh, So those prices are a little high right now uh we we saw some interesting things in oklahoma okay Uh, also uh we've pretty much we're staying away from california at the moment just because you know california is california
0: right Um, yeah there's there's a lot of you know there's there's certain areas that you just go well if i'm not used to playing in the politics Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, we, we have we have our areas and, and I, I won't pick them out. Everybody knows where they're at. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you have your areas where you go, well, I'm not so sure what the government's going to do, mm-hmm. what the local government's going to do, you know, what the regional, you know, uh, governing bodies may do to me or may uh, enforce or put in. So I definitely understand the, those markets where you go. Uh, nah, let's not go play that game, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But based off, so really
1: in those areas that I mentioned, that's really what we're finding our um, some of the places we, we
0: like to play, and we're like, that's what we're really tackling at the moment. Awesome, awesome, man. Um, what would you say is a piece of advice, whether it's a podcast, a book, um, mm-hmm. you know, even a mentor maybe that you would suggest somebody that's uh you know, newer in the business, we're just, you know, working to learn everything Mm -hmm. in here, what would you recommend?
1: Yes. Yes. So, um, I was, um, I was working a project down in Atlanta and I was in an Uber, you know, um, probably a few years ago, maybe a couple years ago. And the guy had on this podcast and it's called the secret to success podcast. Right. And it has, um, Eric Thomas, um, ET, he's known as like the hip hop preacher, um, Carl, Jamal, and, uh, and CJ, shout out to those guys if they just happen to listen to this. Uh, I, love that. I love that podcast. And I, I love it. So ET, he's like the number one motivational speaker in the world. If you're not familiar, he's the guy who's like, you know, you got to want it as bad as you want to breathe. And, you know, some people know that, right? Um, but it's just like a group of older guys who just has that, they just have their stuff together. You know, and you can hear them kind of like learning through the process. One is into motivational speaker. Uh, The other one is uh, really into real estate in his own right. All right. And he was like, he's also known as like the nine to five millionaire. He worked as a police officer and he built like three like million dollar businesses. Another guy, Carl, he's like been really handling all. He's like revolutionized videos and like what it means within the motivational speaking space. And then CJ is the manager of it all. Right, so he's just kind of behind the scenes, making everything work, and it's ticked. And they just touch on so many different things between like life and real estate and business and just making. It's like when I have those hard days, right? I I turn like so I'm driving my son to school, like he and I we listen to it, and it's just it's very um it's very inspiring, and it it is. I feel like that's the um the mentor that I need, right. To say like, all right, Stefan, get your stuff together. No, that's not right. You know, pick it up. You got it. Like you can't stop. So, um, I love that podcast. I, I truly, do.
0: I listen to it religiously. What was the name of that again? Just to uh, let my listeners know. Absolutely. It's called the secret to success. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes so that, uh, so that people can look and see that also. Um, What's a good way if somebody has something and they want to get a hold of you, get it in front of your eyes? What's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you?
1: So the best way on social media, it's my name, Stefan Towler. So the S-T-E-F-O-N. Last name is T-O-W-L-E-R. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. uh, All those are great. If you want to email me, feel free to go to the Instagram or the LinkedIn and just send a message and I'll be right there.
0: Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you taking time out and sharing with us. Oh, actually I missed one question. How do you like to give back to your community? Almost missed one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So like,
1: When it comes to my community, so outside of real estate, I'm also a business consultant. I do innovation consulting, and it's really a way where I help businesses uh, learn about their consumers, uh, help build better products, and build the strategies in place to really help get those going. So uh, I love creativity, innovation, and... When I'm not doing it in, you know, my business practices, I like to really help the kids and help them like work through like creative business problems and um, problem solving. One of the latest things that I've done is with the Youth Mental Health Leadership or Youth Mental Health Innovation um, Summit. And what we'll do is they'll, uh, you have all of these kids, right? And they may have gone through like hard times, you know, or they're trying to help those who just really need some mental stability and like just getting their things together. And I help them uh, work through problems. So we'll figure out like a new app or a new system or way of doing things. And it's more of like a uh, like a week long like design sprint. Um, and I, I love really volunteering and kind of helping the kids out and kind of taking my creativity and problem solving skills and see how I can work with them to do that.
0: Awesome, awesome, man! I I, I appreciate that, and I can't believe I almost forgot to ask the question. Oh, so, okay. oh, um, so, and I'm so glad I did because that is and awesome thing. I love when people are working with our youth and helping them, you know, look at it and go, look, the the world is my oyster. I can go do what I want. And, you know, I just have to take the time to figure out what it is and create the path to where I want to go. And then I just have to go do it. And, you know, I I love when somebody is handing that information and, and enforcing that into our youth to, to be able to help them get to that point and, you know, convincing them that look, there's not roadblocks in their life. They just, you know, it's like, look, this is a lesson you need to learn and get on, you, you know, get it, learn it and go on and, and, and get what you're uh, trying to accomplish. So uh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And now Absolutely. I will wrap up the show with thank you for being on and I appreciate it. If, uh, You know, uh, we just appreciate you having on.
1: I appreciate you, good sir. It's been great talking to you. Um, Hopefully we connect in person once all this is through, and I'll take you out to a good dinner. If you ever come to Cincinnati, let me know. You know,
0: I'll definitely take good care of you. (laughs) Definitely will do, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely.